Hello, and welcome back to Elliot's Podcast. This week, I am going audio only, and I do this on my phone. I'm I'm calling this in because <laughs> I'm just tired. I'm It's Christmas Day when I'm recording this to be released on Boxing Day, the 26th, 2021. And I got my vaccine yesterday, and I waited in line for two and a half hours, probably, and it's totally fine. No, like, do not, never would you, would you ever want to hear a drop of complaint from me about this, because it's just, we're too fortunate to be able to access these vaccines. We're just consuming them like crazy here, and meanwhile, so many places don't have access to them, and and that's why um, I I would never want to be complaining, but I was quite tired today. I was definitely tired last night, but then today I just had a long, I had a like a one-hour nap, which is not usual for me. I couldn't move. Um, so I'm up now, and, you know, I could have easily said this week I'm not going to do a podcast, which, by the way, I, I want to rebrand this as the Elliot's Longcast. I want to call this a longcast. I'll explain that in a second. And so I I could have said, yeah, it's the holidays. I want to take a break. But that's just a dangerous precedent for me to 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 set. So I realized that I could just do this audio thing that I've I experimented with this year and and do it that way. So the the long cast concept comes from the idea that I think nowadays everything's like into short casts, which are like really good down to the minute, down to the bite, the sound bite podcasts that are quick to consume. Everything's always like I I I actually am a subscriber to Blinkist, the book summary company. And, and that's all great stuff, but I, I don't need to offer the world more short zippy stuff. I mean, there are, there are times when you do want to, when you do want to do that. I I definitely understand if you're doing a tutorial that it's best to, you want to try to get that, do the prep work. I did a modular synth tutorial last week on YouTube and I, I didn't really prepare for it, so the thing is 15 minutes long. But I think if you do pre- prepare things, you write things out, you can get you can get content down to short bits and bobs. But this is that's not what this is for. The, the, this podcast, this podcast is is for me to sit with you, and we can hang out, and that's what I get to do every week that I record my podcast, the long cast. And I think this week is very, um, it's a good time to sit with people and, and to sit, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, this has been a very stressful holidays. If you look at the news, like in Canada, it's, it's this, this pandemic is, is showing, uh, um, kind of deja vu type stuff from 2020 and, and we're dealing with a lot of questions, similar questions as as before. They're, they they have not gone away. They're just a little a little easier to navigate because there's more medical 
support on this with vaccines and better handling of, of, of the virus in general. But there's a lot of stuff to work through, and we still have very divided opinions about certain things. And it's it, it to be honest with you, I was quite sad this week that I, I could realize that um, there's so much um, debate about that the value of human lives and the and the value of of keeping our hospital systems manageable and 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 the and and looking out for healthcare workers i i i was quite sad to be honest with you i was also probably extra emotional because i went to a mass vaccination clinic and you know you really do feel the spirit of of everyone coming together to to try to put an end to this and and on top of it, I think the vaccine makes you emotional. My joke is is that Bill Gates had programmed some emotion into the, uh, you know what I'm saying. No, but I, I, I had felt very emotional that um, it's just a reminder. And it, it's it's showing me that, th- that this is, it's not just about um, the pandemic, but we, we can... We can start to apply the the lessons from this to other things moving forward, such as you know before the pandemic started the the climate change was the biggest topic, and it it still kind of is, but the, we can sort of realize that there is the same similar issue as to like do you care about a, a future earth that you cannot see? And that you will not be here to experience. And similar with the pandemic is like, do you care about people that you cannot see? And that you cannot, that, that they show up to you as news numbers on the news. And do you care? And it's been a, it's been quite a wake up call for me. And I know that the term is, is the, the, is woke and it's not a very nice, the way that it's, it's thrown around is not very nice because it's, it's kind of referring to, the idea that someone's put off by another person becoming conscious of of world issues and so on and so forth and we get into this problem where we we label people as as woke left left wing right wing and and that sort of thing and and i'm i'm realizing we have to no i know it's not going to happen today on this podcast <laughs> But we have to, yeah. We have to keep have. We have to have some discussions. I think it's. I think this 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 new thing, Omicron happening, has has made me realize we do have to start have. I have start have to start having these discussions. I can't really shuffle them under the rug for too long. Uh, in general, though, I I typically do try to avoid too much content of this sort for for my podcast and my whatever I'm working on because a newsletter and that sort of thing because typically I'm trying to offer people a bit of a break but but keep in mind when I I started the podcast the pandemic had sort of been getting mostly under control so I could avoid it mostly I and I think I started this in definitely in 20 in the probably winter of 2021 edging into the spring is around the time maybe April and um 
so yeah, I typically would, it, it wasn't such a topic as it is, as it is now. But my, my main thing I really want to say about the whole thing is that I, I'm here, I'm here for you in a way that, in, and I'm saying it in a way that I understand that even if you won't admit that this is stressful, um, I, I don't think you can, I don't think anyone can avoid, avoid that reality that it's, because no matter what end of this you're on, if, if you were on the end of it that said, oh, this is no big deal, well, then you have other friends or family who do think it's a big deal, and therefore you are now caught in some some form of, of debate, I'd imagine. That's what I'm really getting at, is, is that no one's left untouched in this kind of thing. Hopefully everyone's kept it mostly under their... their their dealings with people are mostly under control and your dealings with yourself need to be under control. It's very easy to, to make a mistake in this kind of thing. Uh, right now, our leadership is at very low. There's no leadership, which is, they. I don't know why. I guess they, I mean, it's very complex why the leader, I'm, I'm referring to here in Canada and in Ontario, it's a complex issue as to why leadership is non-existent and probably involving the economy and and starting to prioritize that side of things because it's, it's been a long two years. And, and so with, with no leadership, that's meant that people are, have to figure out leadership on their own, in their own way. And if you make mistakes, which is very easy to do, quote-unquote mistakes, I just leave you with the idea that if you make a mistake, you can only uh, hand, like you handle things, try to handle things once. That's, they, 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 in computer programming, they have a term that says do not repeat yourself. I think it's called DR, do not repeat yourself, D, dry, D, do not repeat yourself. So, and then in uh, Buddhism, there's the concept of two arrows, which is that one arrow is the mistake, and then the second arrow is the regret and the and the constant bar- barraging of of yourself from making a mistake. So you you pick something up and you and then you drop it ideally. <laughs> and I'm referring to you make a mistake with COVID, a thing that is is rampantly running around, and you. You can only do so much after the fact that you've made the mistake. So that's overall the 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 gist of this bit was really about. Uh, you know, I that's pretty. This is one of the reasons I I decided to to keep my podcast going this week. I I felt the need to show up and to be here. So I'm gonna have a, a sip of my tea and then we'll talk about a few other items here. So the the year is the year is wrap really wrapping up. I by the time I do a, another podcast, it will be next year, and it's yeah. I I I'm I don't want to do too much of yearly reflection, but I would say the big the big thing for this year has been definitely the idea of of helping creative habits and helping people develop them and. I saw a tweet 
this week from someone who, this is a common theme that I've seen a lot in the past, is this person said that he he didn't like the term creative and the way it's used to refer to like a creative class of people. And I totally agree with him. And that's why I, I when I speak about developing creative habits, I I do try to think of them in terms of things that everyone can do. And and I don't I try not to to single out people who who believe they have some kind of uh, talent in one area and that they're developing it for professional use. I really do believe in in the in the the idea of the amateur, which is has more of a flattering uh, uh, trans. It has a more flattering meaning when you look at its French roots, with sort of doing it for the heart, and the and but whereas in the English translation, it it's, it kind of takes on a meaning that's similar to like dilettante, dilettante. <laughs> or uh, hack, crappy person. But I, yeah, I mean, I know that I'm, I, I actually apply amateur techniques to even working on music, which I believe it by this stage, I'm, my, my skill level is, is, is pretty locked in, in, in a, in a good place. But I have to always go back to amateur methodologies because when you think that you're you're so good at something that's the moment when you when you start to lose when you lose it because you your ego is basically starting to take pride in in this in this greatness and and then you get stuck so like I'm doing an exercise lately where I just I have a portable recorder uh a multi-track recorder called the Tascam DP008. Hold on, I'm just taking my sweatshirt off. I'm a little warm. The Tascam. The Tascam is. Um, I mean, I I enjoy talking about the Tascam. I enjoy talking about multi-track recorders specifically. I think they're they're brilliant. Because that was the first way I started recording on on any music was I had a tape. I rented a tape recorder, multi-track tape recorder. And then uh, later on, I worked with my best friend Jordan on a mini-disc multi-track recorder. And over a winter holidays, we made, I think, like a little mini-album. I don't know how many tracks were on it. And so... So we've done. We I know I I've I used to when I saw so I was when I was younger. I used to go through these phases of renting the port the multi track recorders. I never had bought one because then eventually, I was able to use the computer and and. But I've gone back to them as, I I, I do I really see a value in in the workflow of not having, a computer screen, in a in a computer running the show it's it's a lot more freeing and so with this Tascam what I'm able to do is just you you make a new song because the everything in the recorder is based on, on the files are songs which 
yeah, you make a new song and then I'm really just trying to like when I do the song in there is just practice recording uh, like like very simple one note stuff or whatever. Don't don't force yourself to write a whole song into the recorder, but just just uh working on on not being afraid of of recording and and that's what I do with my writing practice is I do the morning pages routines, which is just letting you write anything that comes to mind. You could do that with prompts. And so I think, yeah, if you if you were doing this with painting, you would just learn how to splash paint around and, and come up with interesting textures. And sort of instead of thinking that you have to make a very nice still art piece with uh, painting a, uh, an orange or a flower bouquet, you know, just different. I think every discipline has, has a thing that can uh, make it more simple to work on your, on your craft and to reset yourself into, to really the beginner's, I guess in the Zen world, they'd call that beginner's mind where anything's possible. And that's the beauty of, of what children go through is they they don't have a critic in their brain yet. And that's why we are always I guess chasing kids around to stop doing this or that and don't don't put don't put the eat the crayons. <laughs> Everything for kids should probably I bet parents are very careful about what they buy because of you know, lead lead in the products and the, you never know what the kid is going to do and yeah, they they don't have as we get older, everything's like don't do this, don't do that, don't do this, don't do that. This isn't going to help you. Um, you're never going to go anywhere with this or that. So the critic becomes quite uh, becomes quite prevalent, and and we need exercises to turn the the critic off for the purpose of of making things and being creative. And ultimately, I guess the big theory that I have is is that. So for for me and people of my style, I believe that, like I've I go into the flow state with, mostly with the creative activities. So if I'm able to get into, working on music, I, I at that moment I feel like, the world is in a perfect perfect place as alan watts sometimes used to use this phrase not a speck of dust in the universe is out of place like everything's perfectly locked in for me it's in that time in that space but for other people it's uh it could be sports for some other people who have inclined to other interests they they will lock into flow state for it might be extreme kiteboarding or skiing and and that therefore their mind is constantly learning about how to improve their skills in that area so so all this to say is the goal with all the stuff that I'm talking about is helping myself <laughs> it starts with me being able to understand what works and then from that I can share with people all the there's there's I'm building a huge list of 
of techniques and and disciplines and hacks and all kinds of stuff to get there into this this space and the the biggest things that it comes down to is is what I call cultural reset and that means that we are training we our minds can often be shaped in favor of being being i guess negative for the the lack of better words that's not a very detailed explanation but i mean you take the pandemic for example like i i had a phase last week i was very stressed out and and i was reading the news a lot and i can't it's very hard to go from such a negative state into a state of openness and anything's possible, which is the state that is, I think, required to work on art. And it's it's hard to flip between the two, but it's kind of needed nowadays. Because any days, you know, don't forget, like we've gone through phases where there are like full on wars going on. There's always a crisis in the world. And in the news, um, I don't want to be critical of the the news. I think that's too easy, and people love to. I'd say more liberal minds love to uh, uh, discuss how the news is an entertainment engine and and in in its own way an economic engine. Or it probably earns a lot of money from just people hanging out on news websites and news television commercials and Neil Postman was big on on discussing that in I guess the 80s I believe was the era he was in it was quite obvious that the news is is just another form of entertainment however I do believe that it's important to to know what's going on don't don't live under a rock so cultural reset is is how do you as quickly as possible re- reset all these factors and cultural reset even involves the idea of of our identity as being this so fixed like i'm a i'm a man from this religious background with this name and 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 i live in this city and and that's what you're everything you know is is the more you attach to those 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 tags, those dimensions, again, you're you're fixing the mind into one one place. So, cultural reset is like, you know, am I any gender? Am I, am I really? What's what's this? Am I really from this city? I I know my ancestors didn't might not have lived in the same city as me. So, am I maybe a a being of? of the planet and and if so am I maybe a being of the universe and that's sort of one one angle that one road you can go down and the other the other roads are really just putting aside uh, like your current conditions and and things that are bothering you so that you can that you can at least take the next whatever amount of time to exploring this thing that you're that you know is is what you need to do which is called your most creative my call your most creative work 
I actually heard a bit of an audiobook this week by Charlie Gilkey on on a very similar topic, and he calls it the best work. So this 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 guy was on to was very similar. No surprise, it's very it, I'm not surprised if I'm if I'm ending up at similar places as other people with my my inner research. But he calls it best work. I call it most creative work, and it's it's just the stuff that needs to get. You, you will find any way to not do it. You will, you will take on any family, and friend project to to not do it. And in in some ways, even the, this podcast, I would say, falls into my most creative work, because it's helping build this this back channel alongside the music. And it's, but it, the the podcast is not my most creative work. This is this is not the thing that can be like pulling teeth for me. The pulling teeth is the discipline to sit down with the task cam recorder and hit and pluck one note into that thing, and, and or if, if I'm recording on a computer, you know, or t- I I I actually one of the methods I work through music is I make voice memos with the guitar lately and then the the challenges i have to turn those into into pieces of music this is very different than how i used to work a long time ago right i would kind of just start with a groove and a loop and and just make stuff but and and i still do that sometimes that method but this other method is more around i i would describe more around songwriting which is which is explains a bit about my why why in 2021 my recordings are starting to turn a little bit and and I'm even singing on the last two releases because I'm I'm moving towards another way of of working and so yeah that's um so yeah that was so the 2021 has been a lot of this this development of the creative habits and I I have the Patreon for that and and the patreon is is yeah there's the way it's being built is there's tiers involving just people who like the music and that sort of thing and then there's tiers for people who 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 want to get get active with 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 tapping into some of these methodologies that i that i have so that'll be a big i think big focus of 2022 is is really making it clear what are these items that I believe is is this methodology and making it easy for people to use them because it's it's not necessarily I, I don't really believe that like you have to put everything behind a paywall the most important thing is that people make use of it and and if they like it they will they will want to go further into into working on these these concepts so the other so as I alluded to before, the other big part of 2021, 2021 has been this uh, movement in in my music and uh, I would say behind the scenes on stuff that I haven't really been fully able to share yet. I'd say the big development of the year has been I'm really st- stripping things down to to very basic instrumentations and and sounds and to be specific with you I'm working on music where it's just me and a guitar and a, a little bit of vocals and 
like that's it and that's and that, that's inspired by the blues and th- that might just be a few songs are like this but i really once i started listening to old blues again actually i didn't used to listen to a lot of old blues i used to listen to to 60s and 70s blues i typically didn't in, enjoy the scratchy 1930s blues the the one guy or girl sitting in a chair and being recorded onto a, a lacquer. I typically, or wax, no, wax cylinders go way, way back. This is probably early records where they had one try, one take to get it. That's, that's um, shown in the movie Ma Rainey's Black Bottom is they, they really give you some insight into the, the it was a big deal to mess up a, a recording, costly. And the, I I'm I guess the point that I'm trying to make is that once I started listening to some of these old types of recordings again, I've come to realize that they have all the they have all the character and they have all the the soul that that I kind of am yearning for, and you can you can even get it in in the music of elvis it, it, after the 50s i think it stopped because what happened was in the in the 60s as when multi track recording came in and so people would more overproduce it was you were able to to fudge things and just overproduce whereas in the 50s it was a similar setups as the i guess the 30s where you had one or two microphones to work with and everyone was huddled around the microphone and that was it and i'm trying to work with that idea it it was funny how that's come into my practice because it was part of it was was listening to old music and and then also a little bit of learning about it like uh, elvis there's a there's a behind the record what is it called classic albums on on Amazon Prime on Elvis that that's where I was and so you you get you you pick up information and then you work with it as part of uh developing a change so that's that's what I think you there'll be more of that in 2022 I think I'm I'm looking to record make more music even for Spotify that's done in this way where you know there's no uh, trying to get away from the computer um and and moving away from overproduction is hope is my my goal. And the other yeah the other thing is and we'll wrap up here. We we are almost almost done. But the other big thing about twenty twenty one is is that here. Let me just get some tea. The other big thing about 2021 is that I did have a phase of kind of, uh, I wouldn't say writer's block completely, but I'd had Spotify block. And I think I was making some music on SoundCloud and I was trying to do them every week. And I just was kind of tiring myself out because I wasn't exactly proud of of some of the songs that were coming up. I was like rushing them. And then I took a break and... And so, but um, 
the to get to put the music back on Spotify took quite a few months. So we will end this episode with the first track that I finished in in July for the for Spotify. So there is like a there's a there's a gap of January 2021 has Hell or High Water, which was really a track from 2020. And then there's a gap in there, but with um, that goes into Pinball in Laredo, which I'm, I'm going to put on in a, in a, a second. Um, but there are actually not that many, because I re-picked re- up again in July, there really aren't that many releases in my Spotify for this year compared to the previous year. And those other releases are Detach is the one that came after Pinball and Laredo. And then there is um, Swallowed by the Sky and then Beneath the Eyes. So that would take us up to September. And then there was Looking Up, which was the big departure from because Beneath the Eyes was 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 uh, full ambient dark ambient music and then looking up came out in september which was more fun i kind of call that hippie rock pick a picture like a something like john mayer um and then and then let love in came out in november and now we're in end of december so and i actually don't know if i will have anything out by the next week we'll see if i can i can I've got a lot of music here. I think there's something almost ready. So it might be ready for before I might release something on December 31st, which would be fun. Um, okay, so yeah, this was the the last podcast of the year. And thank you for listening. And thank you for coming along with the journey of Elliot's long cast in 2021. And um, I hope we can continue to uncover a lot of stuff around the creative habits next year lots more music lots more experimentation different videos and all that sort of thing and yeah i'm wishing you the happy holidays and a happy new year and yeah thanks again all right we'll talk to you soon